Okay. Uh, this is episode 62. This is a coffee episode, nice. not a nope. Uh, we'll get there. We're getting there, closer, close, uh, slowlier and slowlier. Seventy-two. Uh, we are sixty. Okay, it's sixty-two. Uh, <laughs> this is a coffee episode, not a hamburger episode. Last time was a hamburger episode, uh, which was very nice. Yeah, I enjoy the hamburger episodes. Um, they're good. They're, yeah. It's a nice little change of pace. Yeah, yet, yet to have a bad hamburger. Uh, I oh, mean, it's we're, we're cherry picking good ones. Yeah, but I also don't know when the last time I had a bad hamburger was. Was the last time I had a bad like a what's, bad what, hamburger. What's a bad hamburger you've had in town? I mean the only thing would be fast food that I have yeah, to yeah. eat for a different I don't podcast. like Wendy's. No, I'm what? trying to I'm trying to like oh, avoid fast food, stuff. like a local place. Oh, a local place with a bad hamburger. Um is it, does it exist? It must. I mean, like the thing that I... I bet the Oasis has a terrible hamburger. The Oasis has terrible everything. Yeah. That's a great So point, I'm dude. sure they have a bad hamburger Fuck out the there. Oasis's hamburger. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you it fucking... I guarantee you it's bad. View. Yeah. We're going to have an empty it. lake because of... <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it hasn't been water it's an in awesome three years. View. This hamburger sucks, but at least this view sucks also. <laughs> it's like it went from a, Look at all a, this mud. <laughs> it went from this awesome view of, uh, I guess, Lake Travis to uh, this not-so-awesome view of the world's least impressive Grand Canyon. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's an okay a, canyon. It's an okay canyon. There's nothing grand about it. But people can find all their old cell phones and wallets and shit that they can drop Finally. now. Like it's all, <laughs> <laughs> you, it's those, awesome. the bodies, <laughs> those uh, keys you yeah. lost. Uh, good morning, Gus. Yeah, there all we right. go. I'm sorry, I feel like we interrupted. We oh, no, it's you. fine. Did, did this, wanna... I mean, this this got us all going, so th- oh, okay. this is fine. I was just going to say we're at, uh, it's a coffee episode where for, uh, we, well, we went to First Light uh, Coffee Shop, but now we're at Shipe Park, so. <laughs> Shipe Park, Park which is like two blocks away Shipe from there. Park. So the place is called First Light, yep. but I feel like they really leaned into like this rabbit motif. There was a there were rabbit pins, there were rabbit stickers. Yeah. Uh, There's this, a rabbit stamp on my coffee. Mine also has a small rabbit stamp on my coffee. I watched the lady stamp the cups last time I was there. Really? Yeah, it was cool. Was it, it very like, therapeutic? Just like, well, how does she do it? Is it a the flat are, stamp or yeah, is it yeah, a she had like a flat stamp? stamp and she like rolled over mm. it. God, that sounds like something you'd have to learn, and your first thirty would suck shit. She seemed, it sounds pretty easy. She seemed to have it pretty fucking down. Yeah, but she probably does it a lot. But like when you're 17 and it's your first job and they go, okay, you're going to stamp the cups and you go, and you're like, you can't figure yeah. it out. You never stamp something on a curve, so you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You make the, you flatten out the cups, you stamp them, <laughs> you and then you re-round them. Here you go. Re-round them. They're, they might be a little leaky, but that's the price you pay for a stamp on a on a cup. Re-round these cups. <laughs> I like I like I like that place. We should talk about it. So yeah, it's yeah, let's a place it right that the used to be a post office. Post office shut down two or three years ago now, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And well, maybe not even that long. In maybe the, two in a year the middle or two of ago. Hyde Park. Yeah. And they redeveloped it into a coffee shop. And what there's other stuff there, isn't there? So coffee the right shop? half of it is a little coffee shop called First Light. It's a coffee shop slash bookstore. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I made this mistake. If you get there before nine AM, don't go inside. They're not open. They have oh, a window for you to go through. Yeah, I went in the back door. It was unlocked for some reason, and it was all dark. So, and then they were like, I guess we'll serve you. But it was really awkward. So it's called First Light, and you can't go in for coffee before 9 a.m.? You can go to the counter for coffee. You just can't go they in They have the a building. window on the outside that we walked by that says, like, coffee service here. Why wouldn't you be able to go in? Because the bookstore wasn't open yet. But <laughs> they already... The coffee shop was open. But well, the there's there's open. one light. It's the first light, and it's the light in the window that you're supposed to use. I don't understand. <laughs> It's a it's a dual establishment. They have a bookstore and a coffee. But it's all the shop. same store. It doesn't say 
First Light Coffee. It says First Light Books, Cafe and Books. It true. sounds like you do understand. It sounds like you understand that you don't like it. it that's actually, it that's is, it what says, it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. you understand yeah, it's, completely. It sounds like it sounds you totally like you, get it, and now you're mad about it. You get it, and you just disagree with it. The yeah. stamp says actually says Cafe and Book Rabbit S. It's, it does, <laughs> the it does, S is not near the does. rest of books. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to do a round stamp. It's yeah. not easy. Um, yeah, it doesn't. That doesn't make sense. I don't like that. You're right. Uh, yeah, there you go. It, he just doesn't like it. I don't yeah. like it. I mean, there's a window to order from. I understood right away. Yeah, I, I mean, totally got yeah, it. I understand. I'm just giving you a little, pro- little pro tip. Uh-huh. They probably don't sell many books. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's a pretty. Looks like a pretty well stocked bookstore. It was well stocked. A lot of people were shopping yeah, there. Yeah, because people aren't buying it. And it was. I saw a lot of people buying books last time I was there. And it was very loud for a bookstore. Like I thought it was. Like I thought it was loud for a cafe. Like you, music was. You should have shushed everyone. Yeah, shh, shh. Everyone, keep this it is a library. I'm changing this, and this is a library now. Anyway, to the left of it, uh, which was the, where the majority of the the uh, post office was, is like a local grocery store, I think. Oh. Oh, like, is it uh, like one of those no-package places? I don't know if it's no-package okay. or not. I just know that it's a grocery store. That okay. They also sell coffee, so I don't know if... Yeah. I don't know if they're separate establishments that are just co-located, but... I get the impression we could probably go get coffee at the grocery store and have another episode just there. Oh, I, haven't, uh, I haven't been to that grocery, grocery store, store yet. Coffee. Also, because mm. First Light opened up a month before that other place did. Yeah. That little grocery store thing just yeah. opened up. Yeah, and First Light hasn't been open very long. Two months, maybe? It, about two months. I've been here. This is my fourth time coming. Wow. So it's been here you long enough for me to get. Uh, well, I came when it first opened, and then I liked it, so I came again. And then. He's bringing his the, other friends. The, uh, well, you know the. The fourth on the list. The. Uh, the no, <laughs> you know the the group, the hangout group that you stopped hanging out with, uh, me and Nick and Jason and Gavin. We have switched to mornings because it's everybody's too old to hang out at night. Yeah, 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 so yeah, now yeah. we get coffee in the morning, and that was where we got coffee. Mm. It was great. That's that sounds fun. If I was gonna buy a book, it'd be there. Do you think that's a natural progression thing? What the you said like hanging out in the morning instead of at night, dude. It's the best. Like, that's the I, move, right? I it's the best. wake up earlier. As the years go on, I wake up mm-hmm. earlier. I never used to be a morning person. I used to be like a don't wake me up before noon kind of guy. Uh-huh. Uh, I just wake up at like 6 every morning now. It's like, oh, I get so much done in the morning. Yeah. I went to the grocery store over the weekend mm-hmm. at 7 a.m. Oh, no one there. It was fucking empty. <laughs> it fucking ruled. If I didn't have trucks, I'd be in bed at 9 o'clock every night yeah. and asleep by 9.45. Yeah. It's the fucking yeah. best getting up early. Yeah, I uh, I went to the grocery store. Then I went home, and I noticed my grass was high. So I cut my grass, Was started like uh, you know bagging up, like leaf blowing and bagging up leaves and stuff. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this was too early to do. Like uh-huh. It's like 8.45. It was absolutely not too early. It was electric, so it wasn't like a gas-powered yeah. anything. It reminds me of when I joined the Army. Uh, you know, they go through marketing slogans generationally, and yeah. for it was an Army of One for a long time. It was Be All You be, Can Be. Be All You Can Be is what I remember when, yeah. I think when we were When like you were coming up. Yeah. Uh, before that, or now I guess it's probably an Army of One. When I was coming through... Uh, it was uh, the, Ar- the United States Army. We get more done by 8 a.m. than most people oh, yeah, do right. all day. I remember that, yeah. And that was definitely true, and I've always felt like there was power in that, and I have always loved getting up early and doing stuff. It really is. You get your whole day done by, like, 10 a.m. if you're efficient. Stuff's not, stuff's not crowded? Yeah. Going to the gro- grocery store's a fucking we were, nightmare like, normally. Hanging out with those dipshits the other day, everybody was, like, awake, and we were all about to go to work. Everybody was chipper, and it was, like, it's a way different vibe. This, that's, my, that's my pro tip. To anybody listening, it's my face pro tip. To anybody listening, and my pro uh, tip, switch. Uh, well, because we do them. Okay, so, so just saying, it's a different podcast, dude. So all right, he was, he was already getting hammered last week for having too many shows. 
<laughs> you get it from every fucking direction. <laughs> so your animal pro tip is? Is just to like try hanging out with your friends in the morning instead of that, at happy hour. It's uh, You might be surprised. I have... So I, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but talking with like Jordan Swears and a group chat with a, a few of these other guys or whatever, figuring out our old guy things. And it's mine's those uh, Wyabara shirts and, oh, and nice. a, a cool hat, like a sun hat with like a feather in it. Like yeah. I think those will be my th- and Domino's mm-hmm. um, breakfast crew is definitely going to be my yeah. other old guy thing. I think it's going to be like once a week we're getting together for breakfast. We meet at 640 a.m. and <laughs> it will be like we're getting the same thing. We sit in the same spot. The same 19-year-old girl has to serve us, and she doesn't want to work on a Saturday at 6.40 a.m., yeah. but I think mm. that's I think that's the move, is earlier and earlier for Hangouts. I'm right there with you. Early is the new late. Early is the new late. That's, yeah. our, that's our next shirt. Yeah. yeah. I think early is the, the new late. late. I like that. Well, yeah. I, think, I think you're getting what you liked about late, wherever, no one's out. Like, yeah. I think early works as the sort of like inverse of late because you're getting, oh yeah, no one's here. You don't have to deal with any of the crew. What is that texture? There's like a beeping sound. Yeah, All right. normal stuff. Um, there's no people. You're not dealing with traffic. You're not dealing with like kooks. Yeah. You're just out at 6 a.m. and early's the new late. Yeah, when I was young in my early 20s, I was, that was my other move, was like go to the grocery store at like 2 or 3 in the morning. Yep. Nobody there. Mm-hmm. Now, now at 7, seven. in the morning. <laughs> the fun thing about going to the grocery store at 2 or 3 in the morning is just the people watching. Yeah. You know, because there will be four dudes there, and those four dudes are worth watching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know. I was one of them. Are you guys, <laughs> are you guys picking up on the gentle, uh, the gentle whiff of urine? Oh, no. This is kind of like a... Are we in the pee corner? Yeah. I used to live over here. Um, oh. oh, I smell it. Yeah. For about a year, a little over a year, Gavin and I lived over here in a house not yeah, a couple really, blocks away. Really close. Um, and uh, we hung out over here quite a bit. You mentioned Jordan Swears. Mm-hmm. We, when I hung out with Jordan the most, it was in that time period, and we would play Frisbee over here oh, really? in this park a lot. Me and Gavin and Jordan and you know, Millie and everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, this, uh, this spot, this covered spot, was it's uh, like a homeless bathroom. Mostly, oh. yeah. That's what I remember okay, about yeah, you can You're shielded. It's yeah. not out in the open. Yeah. It's protected. It's like the park by my house is the same way. It's like if there's a water fountain, that's a shower, and yeah. then uh, the overhang is where you go well, pee-pee-poo-poo. It uh, rained a lot last night, so it we did. had to come to the, the overhang to find a dry table. Yeah. Uh, yeah otherwise, we'd have uh, wet bottoms. Uh, I thought that maybe there would be an off chance that we would be able to record in front of uh, First Light. Mm. There were so many people. It was crowded. There was a, it's very there popular. Was, there was like a table. Like we could have, but boy, we would have been yeah. so yeah. close to people who would have been close to us. I think it would have just been. I think we would have ruined the vibe yeah. for forty five minutes. Yes, and I think it was. I, I I just didn't want to ruin other people's good time. I agree because that's a different vibe than what we bring. Yep. when we have microphones. Yep, I, I think, and I, I was shocked at how quick. Despite you know, despite how busy they were, it's not like there was a line to order mm-hmm. coffee. You know, we immediately went up to the order place and they got our coffees out super quick. I was, uh, I was very impressed with uh, the quick turnaround on yeah. that. It was, I will say, I think this is indicative of sort of what Austin is, and, and not just here, but sort of coffee shops everywhere. We got three coffees and a cinnamon sugar croissant. So good. And with tip, it was like twenty-one bucks. Mm. Wow. And that is the most expensive. And that's not me saying like, oh my god, this is cr- it's crazy. Every other week, we spend about twelve, maybe, uh, maybe twelve bucks, dude. So you're in Hyde Park, baby. No dude, kidding. I went to big time Saturday.
I think we went to Taco Deli for just breakfast tacos. Uh For me, Emily, and Millie, the three of us, to get breakfast tacos, and I think Emily and I both got Diet Cokes, and Millie probably got a bottle of water, Mm -hmm. or like a Richard's Rainwater or something. $60 fucking dollars. Wow. $60 for three meals of breakfast tacos. We each had three tacos. So nine tacos and three drinks was 60 bucks. I was out of the country, what, last week or the week before? Mm Mm-hmm. And By the it, way, we appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> it, was it was really, really calming week for us. <laughs> it was nice. It was really eye-opening to see how cheap food is in other countries. Mm. Uh, maybe it's also because the dollar is so strong right now. The exchange rate is definitely in our favor. But it's like uh, I would go and get lunch, and my lunch was like three or four bucks. Like yeah. n- not an exaggeration. Um, you know, you, I... I I came back, I ate at a restaurant here in Thai. I guess I got to go this past weekend from uh, a Thai place. I got a, a dish that I really liked. I was in Thailand. I got a dish that I had eaten in Thailand that I really liked. What was it? Uh, Khao Man Gai. It's like a chicken rice, okay. chicken fat rice. And, um, you know. How the, is it the, different from like larb or? So larb is typically ground, right? Right. Like this is like, you take like a chicken breast and you slice it up and put it on top of a chicken fat rice, and it's not necessarily served hot. It could be served like room temperature. Oh, okay. Uh, And then this one comes with a little soup on the side. Um, The, like if my wife and I were in Thailand, if we both got that dish in Thailand, we might spend 12 to 15 bucks total for the two of us. Sure. Uh, Here, the two of us, you know, ordering the same thing, it was $42. Yeah. Uh, And it was, it was good, but man, it's like, it's like, it's not as good as being there. And it was Literally almost triple the price. I also think that uh, Austin is just expensive. It is. Yeah. Like, I mean, as, as evidenced by my property taxes, by all the things we bitch about uh, on this podcast, it has also just become an expensive city. Mm-hmm. It already kind of had that reputation. It's had that reputation for a while, regardless. Yeah. But now it's it's really ratcheted up. I mean, we, uh, Emily and Bernie and Vanessa, I went and had dinner last night after we went to the haunted house uh, House of Torment thing, mm-hmm. and uh, we just ate at a, I don't want to say shitty Mexican restaurant, but a very middling Mexican restaurant. We ate at this place called La Mancha, mm-hmm. just because it had availability, because oh, yeah, we there. were yeah. driving around on a Sunday night, and yeah. everything had lines out the fucking door, uh, or it wasn't open, and at 8 o'clock on Sunday <laughs> night, and, uh, and yeah, so we middling. ate in there. It oh. was... $120 yeah. for four people, and I had a Diet Coke and cheese enchiladas. Yeah. And nobody, I mean, Bernie had a Bud Light, was the only beer. It was the only alcohol. Everybody else just had Diet Cokes. It's just fucking expensive to live in this city right now and probably forever. Although I did read this morning that uh, rental prices in Austin are going down. Yeah, it seems to have, like, stabilized and start started trending down a little bit. Yeah, um, but do you think prices for other things are, it feels like people are going like, yeah. well, I guess Th- that's what I pay. They'll get drugged down slowly maybe, but... Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm actually, you know, I've been trying to figure out plans for what to do after Millie graduates and if I'm going to co-locate, but, you know, split time between here and Michigan or whatever. I think the current plan right now is to sell my house and rent a house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think I, I think I might become a renter again. Mm-hmm. I might not even, I was thinking about trying to buy a little condo or whatever. I think it may make more sense just to rent, you don't especially to, if rent prices are going down. No property tax. Yeah. I know? was looking at what's available for rent right now and... It's like a third of what I pay in my mortgage yeah. for a house that's eighty percent as nice as mine. It's that's just math. Fuck, it's just math. One third for eighty percent. Yeah, I mean that's that's a buy. It is a buy, right? <laughs> if I was Jim Cramer, I'd be hitting a button. As Emily says, that's girl math. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I think the 
we talked about that extensively on this podcast. We all talked about it to death, like how the housing market got too hot here. It was out of control, runaway. And I think now, you know, I don't think we'll see necessarily a, a down, like a severe downturn. We will definitely see a, a minor correction or maybe a slowing in growth as things catch up and it becomes, you know, normal again. I get the Realty Austin flyers in the mail. And the most recent one I got, I looked at and it said that um, average days on market for last month were, I think, 65 mm-hmm. for houses selling. And compare that to, whatever it was, September of last year, I guess it was August of last year, or the flyer, uh, was 52 it's or something. Up. So it's gone up like 10 days, which is pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things. And the cost of houses has gone up 4%. Mm-hmm. So it is slowed, but it hasn't it hasn't dipped. Yeah, so you say, I mean, 10 days is, you know, insignificant, but that all adds up. Like, if you look back, it does. A, you it know, does. a year before that, it, you know, I remember when it was like 25, 30 days. Like, Dude, you know, I, we've essentially doubled. I remember when you... When your house was already sold before it went on the market, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, fucking hell, like Like they would put the listing stuff. They would put the sign in the yard, and it would already say like taking contingents (laughs) offers. Yeah, you know, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I I I think it was already crazy, and then I think the start of the pandemic, early to mid 2020, uh, like that, that just drove it. Like they just put jet fuel into it. Yeah, and ever like everybody from. (laughs) <laughs> I guess I'm speaking in generalities, but I don't mean to. But like everybody from California or other zip codes who wanted to move during the pandemic to a cheaper, cool place and thought Austin was that place mm-hmm. all flooded the market to find out that it's just as expensive as those other places, if not more. Yeah, go back to Dallas. What are you doing at this point? <laughs> go, go back to Houston. Go back to a, a city where you can get a, a nonstop flight. Is that- yeah. <laughs> go back to the convenience of a much larger city for less. Yeah. That, that's the thing that's... It's always been annoying about living in Austin. It's like, it's a pretty major city, but you're going to connect through Dallas or Houston, depending on who you're flying. It's getting better. It is getting better, but it's, it's like, but you know who I really feel bad for is San Antonio. Yeah. Because San Antonio has always been a bigger city than Austin, and they are really fucked in their airport. Yeah, like, you cannot get anything out of there. Uh, San Antonio, a bigger city than Austin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. and it has been for, for forever. Forever. Yeah. I never considered... It won't be. For, it won't be forever. Like you go yeah. to San Antonio now. I was thinking about this the other day because we went. I, I took Millie a couple of months, weeks ago for something, and uh, there were zero cranes in the sky mm-hmm. at downtown. Wow. And I was just like, "Wow, it's weird to see a city that's done." They, yeah, <laughs> they they went through a lot of growing pains in the mid nineties. Well, well, I'm thinking like specifically freeway construction in the mid to late nineties. Like you know that REM music video, "Everybody Hurts," where yeah. they're like it's black and white yeah. and they're on the road. That was shot in San Antonio. Was it really? Yeah, oh, wow. because they all the freeways. Everybody gets out of their cars right. and it's like yeah. the news reporter. Like they're just getting out of their cars and walking. Yeah, because all the freeways were shut down because of all the construction. So that's why they were able to film that music video in San Antonio. Um, So like right right around that time is when they went through all that growing pain. You know, Michael Stipe went to high school in Waco too, I think. Or like in Temple. Yeah, like somewhere somewhere up just north of us. That's what's weird. Yeah. (laughs) He just built different. Yeah, he just, yeah, worse. (laughs) Everybody considers them to be a Mississippi band because that's where they found it. I guess because they are a Mississippi band. I was in Georgia. But... Was it Georgia? Georgia, yeah. I guess Georgia. Didn't they go? Where did they go to school? I thought they were, they were like from Decatur or something. That's what I always thought. I thought they went to school in Mississippi, though. Maybe he just went to college I don't know. in Mississippi. I don't, who cares? B-52s are a Georgia band. Yeah. Something to think about. <laughs> Do you see that Austin is the fourth most educated city in America? 
I did see that. Uh, so, yeah. like, that doesn't translate to, like, knowing how to drive or <laughs> yeah. anything well, in general. What were the cities? Do you know? Yeah, um, it was, was Washington, D.C. was number one uh -huh. or whatever that is. Then uh, some city in Virginia, I think. Then uh -huh. number three was Atlanta, Georgia. And then mm. we were number four. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That sounds like people who answered a survey instead of disregarding a survey because they had other things to do. <laughs> so you that's know. a certain level of uh -huh. not smartness. Uh -huh. yeah. There's just some, I don't know, something to think about, I guess. Yeah. And also lying. Uh. I have a master's degree. Check. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an MBA. I've got the equivalent of a master's degree. In Time to jump over three lanes. I don't want to miss my exit. <laughs> I went to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's weird to me. You know, I always felt and it's Austin's always had that like college city vibe because UT, mm -hmm. but I feel like as the city grows, that's definitely less and less because there's more people not affiliated with the university here now versus you know in the 80s and 90s when that was such a huge chunk of the population. Yeah. In fact, good segue. The first light where it is now, that post office um, that used to be there mm -hmm. was a post office that exclusively served the university. Oh. Uh, oh, that's that place? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And the only reason I know that is this, this post office, this this is probably the closest post office to our office, so I, um, I would come down here pretty regularly to this post office, because it was like a secret post office. Like, it wasn't it is a, a major It's one. in the middle of a neighborhood. You'd yeah. have to know it was here. And uh, I remember one time I was waiting in line for something, and the woman in front of me went up, she was like, had a complaint about misdelivered mail or something, she you know, lived in the neighborhood, and the person behind the counter was like, yeah, you need to go to the post office over like at 34th and Lamar. They service this area. We only service the university at this mm. post office. Wow. I was like, oh, that's really bizarre to think about because it's on Speedway. So it's like you can just take mm. Speedway down yeah. a few blocks. It's not too far to get down to the university itself. And I guess they, they, they probably just consolidated that into either somewhere on campus or one, one another bigger post office. And that post office, if I may, at like 34th and Lamar, it's next to that P. Terry's. Yeah. Suck shit. Uh, that, yeah. Is, that is maybe... The worst? No, 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 no. I've been to worst post office. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, I go <laughs> to the one up on Anderson. That one's definitely worse. This one is so bad. Like, <laughs> the, the, uh, I'm not saying all post offices are bad. The one across Park one is of, great. One of Far West is okay. The one of Far West is good. Uh, I had to mail something the other day. I was down at this post office at 34th and Lamar. It was a. I needed to mail an international letter. Or I need to ma mail a letter internationally, registered mail. Why are you sending international mail? What are you? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off, off <laughs> mic. So I go up to, I know what I need. I have all my forms filled out. We've, we've dealt with the post office before. Yeah, we, got, know, we know post office. Right. I step up to the counter and I'm like, hello, I would like to mail this envelope registered mail. And I have the little registered mail thing in my hand. Yeah. The woman's behind the counter sitting down, looks at me, goes, certified mail? I go, no, registered mail, please. She's like, oh, you can't mail it in that envelope. You need to buy one of those brown envelopes, you know, the ones they have there in the post office. I was like, no, I've done this before. Um, this envelope should work. And she's like, she's like under her breath, turning around like, every motherfucker thinks they know what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, okay. In, the, uh, in this instance, this motherfucker does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually do. Uh, then, uh, you know, she like, uh, I don't know what she did. She like spun around, got something, turned back around, looked at me, looked at the envelope, goes, oh, international, you need to fill out a customs declaration form. I was like, well, I don't because it's just documents. And then she like glared at me and go. All right, fine. Uh, I'll go fill it out. And I just left, and I went to the other post office in Cross Park, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, yeah, you don't need a customs form. What are you talking about? Yeah. Here you go. We just need that little register thing you already filled out. Like, yeah. thank you. Jesus. No, like, I'm not gonna fucking redo this. I'm not gonna buy a fucking three dollar envelope at the post office. I know what I'm doing. I have it all filled out right. I'm ready to fucking send this. Charge me however exorbitant fee you need. Just fucking let's get the show on the road. But it's just like that. 
every every I every interaction I have with get that this post office. Get this. Look at his fist. Get the <laughs> fist. He's so take a photo. This is <laughs> just Derek taking social media photos. It just makes me so fucking mad. And that's just like the latest example. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking thumbnail for the podcast. That's our new logo. Uh, Early if, is if, the new light. If you've ever in old. RT podcast episodes. If you ever heard me complain about the post office, it was that location. If yeah. you ever heard him complain, if you yeah. ever heard, whenever him you heard, oh, him. I don't know. I figured well, like we complained about the Burleson post office quite a yeah. bit, but like contemporary complaints I was having. It, yeah, it's that one. That fucking <laughs> post office sucks shit. Now we're doing some animo fellas. We're talking yeah. about high food prices. We're well, talking well, about hating the post office. While we're at it, let's talk about the fucking racist history of this neighborhood. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Hyde Park. Uh -huh. This is one of the nicest neighborhoods in Austin, yeah. one of the most historic neighborhoods in Austin. When it was built, mm -hmm. it was billed as, and you can find fucking photos of these sheets online. The it was billed at advertisements. Whites only neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! If, yeah, you, you had to be white to live here or own a house here. Yeah, you can you you can still see it. And it wasn't in the grand scheme of things. It was not that long ago. No, um, like nineteen tens or something. Nineteen twenties. I think it was later than that. Uh, I could be wrong, but it's like there were newspaper ads advertising Hyde Park as a, a neighborhood for whites only. Um, yeah. Speedway from the park to the city. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Oh, did you find one? I'm I'm looking. Oh, okay. Uh, Hyde Park. M.M. Shipe. <laughs> Shipe. Uh, right. Who, the, who I'm going to guess, you know. he He's the agent. I Conjecture may have been a racist motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Well, he's he's the agent for this. He's listed at the bottom, and it says Hyde Park is strictly for white people. Yeah, mm -hmm. and now we're in his park. Take that, you piece fucking, of shit. Fucking Shipe Park. Why is this still? Whatever. You should piss all over this park, yeah, just like the homeless people. Yeah, dude. do it. Um, yeah, and I think... People forget that that shit wasn't that long ago. We talked yeah. about it before with like, lining yeah, and, yeah, you know, the neighborhoods east of 35, 35 being that dividing line for the city. Um, it's fucking terrible. It's fucking I didn't, terrible. I didn't know about it until I moved here. Mm. I had no idea. When people talked about East Austin and everything, didn't know it was just like, oh, yeah, like way out east. And it's like, no, 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 east of 35. And it's like that. What? And they're like, yeah, redlining. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Had no, but then there was Clarksville, no which was a. Um, uh, mostly minority neighborhood. Was it? Yeah, Clarksville was like a yeah, like an enclave. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, it, it, it's it's funny because there depend depending on how you're referencing it, there can be two different definitions of East Side when it comes to Austin. Yes. Uh, because what thirty-five. Everyone considers thirty-five like the East Side yep. and West, but then the other division would be Congress because. Congress divides streets from west to east. Yes, Congress is technically the dividing line. So East Austin what? is really anything east of Congress. So like that's how I think of it. Any personally. of any of the really? numbered streets, yeah. like Sixth Street, for example, yeah. it converts to west when it's west of Congress, but yeah. all the addresses are east that's when it's why east it's of Congress. West Sixth, right there. Right. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm just like, why the fuck is it? What? Yeah, Dur Thirty Six no is east, technically east. Yeah. East wow. Austin. Yeah. I'd never heard. I'd never heard that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So it's the two dividing. So between Congress and Thirty Five is like that weird. It is the east side, but. I think most people wouldn't consider it east because they don't realize that. Because they don't realize that, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the capital was, like, the big defining feature for so long when it came to uh, the city. Wow. There you go. Really? So now whenever you visit Austin, you can, get, you can, you can talk like a local, get yeah, a little bit you, of insight. And you can, you can correct people and be pedantic about it. And be like, <laughs> well, technically. Yeah, if you're well. listening to this podcast, you're looking for a reason to be pedantic about something. If we're at 6th and Trinity, we <laughs> are in East Austin. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs>
Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some dark magic from your eccentric neighbor. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong, so instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and make replacing your bad habit easy. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code ANMA to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfume.com. Use code ANMA to save an additional 10% off of your order today. Speaking of which, I saw a message from an ANMA listener who visited Austin from Germany. Oh, cool. And said that they... Uh, Guten Abend. Oh, look at you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Guten Morgen. Hey. Nice. He said that he uh, visited a lot of the places that we talked about uh, on town. Really? Found, like a lot of coffee shops and burger places to, you know, to kind of round out his Anma experience. I think he said uh, Desnudo was his favorite coffee, if I remember right. Wow. Somebody had an idea in uh, the comments I saw a while back that said, because, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're on the struggle bus for merch. In that we don't really Choo-choo. have any. <laughs> and there's not Classic a lot of good ideas. Other than, other than early is the new late, right? Yeah. Uh, and somebody said, to Tony. We're we good. should good. do a poster, one of those city posters that has like all the locations, like old Silicon yeah. Hills poster, but it's just all the coffee shops we've been to. Uh, I think that, and, and oh, that's a fun and idea. Restaurants. And then at the do bottom you, it says Austin. It used to be better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a, Austin, as according to Jeff and Gus yeah, or whatever. Is, and is that a, that's a really fun idea. Do people buy posters? I don't know. We always don't. Can we sell phone wallpapers? Is right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Buy this JPEG. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's the same thing that we ran into at Mega 64 that you guys ran into at conventions where posters were the thing. You They're great sold, for pranks. Fuck, man. You sold a million of them. They're great to cover a booth in. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, there was just one summer where it was like, we don't buy posters anymore. Yeah. And yeah. then we're done. And it was like, what the fuck? Gen Z is killing this industry. Somebody oh, should look into the the national poster exodus. Yeah, what happened? See, like, did that industry collapse? Because Crazy. you're right. We used to. They were the best because they take up next to no space. Yeah. Yep. You know, you just get that sl- that heavy cardboard sleeve you, that they all come in. You you can bring two hundred or five hundred to a convention, sell them for ten bucks. They cost I don't know buck fifty to make. Yeah. Or whatever. So profit margin's great, and they take up little to no space. And then uh, yeah, and then you're absolutely right. Then it all just went away. Yeah. It was just like that was such a moneymaker at conventions because they were, again, cheap and then easy to sign. A t- yeah. it, it, it's so much better than like a shirt or whatever. Yeah. And it was sign the poster and then everyone has this thing. And it, it, it was fun to do like different designs and you get them so fast. And like we would have exclusive ones for conventions and then now nothing. The Mega they, 64 Tex Mex sucks. Oh, yeah. uh, poster they it's sold at RTX the best. was fucking awesome. We yeah. we uh, talk about learning curve, learning process. We started early on selling sticker packs at convention. Oh yeah, I remember we did it at uh, what's uh, what's the one in Dallas? Acon. Acon, mm. and uh, we would sell a sticker pack of six stickers, right? And it was like uh, Bouchika Bow Wow and like uh, or, I don't know what the other fucking been, old... What do we have a politics makes me horny one? Uh, I don't probably remember. I like me oh, and politics yeah, makes like me, me all that yeah. all the old shirt quotes you know uh, and uh, we would sell them and they were like 
cellophane together, like, like wrapped. And people would open them up in front of us and then hand six stickers to us and go, can you sign all these? Oh. And you'd be like, oh, I have to sign six yep. for everything, which is whatever. We didn't value our signature, but uh -huh. we valued our time. Yeah. And it just like it slowed everything grinds down. everything down to a halt. So and then you also have to deal with the convention people going, hey, the people are sticking. I've got a boner for murder stickers everywhere yep. or whatever. Can you fucking knock it off? So stickers went away real quick yeah. at conventions yep. after that. The things you don't think about. You, you learn yeah. these the hard mm -hmm. way. Yeah. What if we do, we do a, co we have a Anima coffee mug, which was great and it sold out. I mean, oh, did it? Yeah, people bought them. Oh. Can you believe that? Crazy. Wow. Not, just all I see not just Tor Guard. <laughs> yeah, we, we, he didn't even buy it. We sent him for free. <laughs> oh, no, he bought one more. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks Tor Guard. Um, we would have sent you the other one for free. Yeah, <laughs> what if we do a, uh, a travel mug cup, like a travel cup? For like iced coffee. Oh, or that's good. Yeah, you know, like a tumbler type mm. of thing. We could do that. You think that's something we should do? Yeah, maybe we okay. look into it. There's no, no reason not to. Yeah, right. We also should sell coffee at some point. I think we're I trying we're to. I think yeah. I think we are working on it. That's yeah, a kind I'm of working with the growers down in Colombia. All right. Or, well, uh, that's what. Wow, well, you're not Juan Valdez. You're that's not, what you're his, not working with the people in dude, Mexico. To that's get the Chiapas. <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> That's what his registered letter was about. That's what, I knew it. <laughs> he signed in the contracts. I knew it. Um, we are trying to get a coffee going, but we're trying to. We're working with like some specific people and trying to get some stuff moving. It's hard to do certain things specifically like the mm. way that we're doing it, but I think it'll pay off. I'm really excited about it. Mm. If if we get it going, we're but, a big coffee. Yeah, <laughs> we get that Folger special edition roast. That's you guys know about that. Uh, I think that doing. That shirt of early as the new lights a really good idea. I sent it to Tony and I said like, hey, maybe here's an idea, whatever. I'm gonna send him the poster idea too. Okay, we'll see. That what seems they like say. something Tobin would have a blast. Oh yeah, on, you know. Yeah, and and really, I'm just looking to fill Tobin's time with fun things that he can do. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Tobin's <laughs> like, Tobin's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he designed all this uh, Face Jam Jammers League stuff that we did, the Spice Rats oh, and the Grapples so and everything. So good, yeah. Fucking so great. I think that shit rips. Uh, but I'll send that, and then uh, we'll see about like a like a Tumblr cup thing. Maybe, Maybe. we can sell it to Yahoo. That now we're talking we're billions. Then we're gonna we're gonna be rich. Uh, these are good ideas. Well, I like a I like a merch meeting in the middle of the podcast. This what, works. What What are your? Do you have like early childhood memories of coffee? Like when I I just oh, said yeah. Folgers to you, and it, 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 it like triggered some like old memories. I remember I used so my grandma her neighbor was like their best friend the Holtz Claus, and we would I would spend a lot of time over there. It's where I fell in love with puzzles. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this. Because I, I wasn't in puzzles for most of our friendship, okay. but I have a puzzle nook in my house, and I have a puzzle going 365 days a year. Oh, I've been over to his house, and there's just different puzzles. Your puzzle head? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, no I never stop. I never stop. Yeah, I, no I always have to have a puzzle going. Well, I learned that from the neighbors, the Holtzclaws. Uh, they were uh, just this really sweet older couple, and the the dad would let me shoot BB guns in the backyard, and yeah. the mom would do puzzles with me. And uh, I remember one time when I was about seven, she offered me a cup of coffee. Mm. I was like, do you want a cup of coffee? And I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to have this. And she's like, you're going to love it when you're older. And I had a sip, and I was like, ugh, too gross. And she's like, you'll love it someday. And I was thinking, like, this bitch does not know what she's talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to love it. That's my only old coffee memory. I, uh, I remember, it's funny you say that. I remember the first time I had coffee as well. Definitely, you know, too young, shouldn't have. I was visiting my great-grandmother in Mexico. Uh, it's a real small, like my family's from like a really small town in Mexico. And How, uh, how far down? Um, it's not too far from the border. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's not down in like Cabo. <laughs> no, no, I, I no, no, the, I no, no. I don't know why. Maybe from old conversations, but in my head, your family's from the north. Yeah, yeah, okay. northern, northern yeah. Mexico. Um, where, so uh, I was out there visiting her, and uh, you know, I must have been like ten years old. Mm -hmm. 
And in her backyard, she kept animals. Like she had, you know, goats and pigs and chickens and whatever, right? She would like slaughter them and eat them. Like she would raise these animals. And Is this the lady that would put the egg by your, by your bed? No, that's my grandmother. That's okay. my great grandmother okay. we're talking about. Okay. Um, and uh, in her backyard, there was like a ditch with water that would flow through. And it was, it was just like runoff, right? Like everyone would grow like stuff in their backyard or take care of animals. And mm-hmm. like all the water would run off. And this ditch kind of just ran through a lot of people's backyards and eventually like went to a river. So it was like, it was dirty water. Yeah. Um, and, you know, being like a dumb 10 year old, I would like stand on one side of it and then like try to jump across to the <laughs> other side and just like jump back and forth over this uh, ditch of like runoff. <laughs> and one time, like I made the jump and then like the dirt just gave out under yeah. my foot and I slipped and I fell back into the water. And my, my, I was there with my great grandmother alone. My parents had gone off to do something. And uh, so I go inside and I'm just like soaking wet. My great grandmother's, you know, cursing at me. <laughs> she makes me get out of all the wet clothes, you know, uh, you know, rinse off, put on dry clothes. And then she makes me a big cup of coffee. What? And puts it in front of me. Yeah. Uh, to like, and I warm up. It's not like it was cold. It's northern Mexico, right? It was like, yeah. like springtime in, in Mexico. It's fucking hot as shit. <laughs> Um, so like I'm sitting there and she puts like a bunch of milk and a bunch of sugar in it. So it's like candy. It's just fucking yeah, yeah, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my parents walk back in, you know, and they walk into the kitchen and I'm sitting there with a towel around me, this giant cup of coffee. And they had the angriest look on their face. Do you, do you think now, do you think that that's why your parents got divorced? <laughs> they probably like yeah. years later, it festered. Uh, but that, that's the first time I do remember having coffee. Was, uh, was it my great grandmother made it in Mexico? Anytime Millie's talking about like her friends and she mentions like uh, their parents are getting divorced, and I was like, well, you know, it's the kid's fault, right? <laughs> like, you know, it's definitely your fault. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> they wouldn't be getting divorced right now if it wasn't for your friend Carl or whatever. But uh, I also remember like a lot of coffee TV ads from when I was young. I don't know if you remember them. Like, yeah, Sanka, like, Folgers Crystal, Folgers and Maxwell House. So the Maxwell ones I always remember. House. Like there was that Folgers one where like the sun comes home from college pre-dawn and like starts the coffee maker and like the smell of coffee wakes up the family and they're all like, oh, you're here. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Right, and all that. yeah. Do you remember that SNL skit where uh, Chris Farley is at the restaurant and they're like, we secretly replaced your coffee with Sanka or whatever, Folgers Crystals, and he loses his mind and he's like, yeah. fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. I, f- I feel like, because I feel when we were young, coffee commercials like that were pervasive. They were on, and at least in my memory, they were on very regularly. Huh, I yeah. don't know the last time I saw like an ad for coffee. I think Starbucks really changed things. Okay. Yeah. Because when we were younger, there weren't, coffee shops everywhere all the time the way there are now yeah true i, I mean it you really got, was you, you got coffee from gas stations yeah, you, yeah i mean you would it would be for truckers and your mom to wake up in the morning yeah it was by the big fucking thing of folders peel back can, yeah. peel back the aluminum top mm-hmm. and then have your gross scoop of coffee yep. in your little drip coffee machine every morning my mom i would wake up before my mom and then I would make the coffee. Me too. I would put it in yeah. there for her so she would wake up and have, I mean, just immediately, like, eyes closed walking oh. to the coffee maker. I believe that means you're garbage. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, you're absolutely right. because I If listened, you made car- uh, coffee for your parents. I you listened <laughs> to that episode and I went, oh, I've never thought about that before. It's a podcast called Are You Garbage where they break down, quit people writing questions and ask, like, if you do this, are yeah. you garbage? And there was one where it was like, it, I'm like, if I had to get my parents up for work, am I garbage? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is yes. And the answer is also I am. And it was, uh, but growing up, I hated coffee because it was like, it always just meant the beginning of the day. Yeah. But do you guys have specific memories of teachers drinking coffee? 
because uh, that smell of stale old classroom teachers lounge coffee yeah. is like stomach churning like headache inducing I remember I know that smell but that was always I, I associate that with walking by the teachers lounge Yeah that was school. it was never in the class I was always always had teachers who had big bugs mm-hmm. I always just associated that smell with just coffee in general like yeah. that's just what coffee was like it yeah. wasn't glamorous back mm-hmm. then No not at all and like I didn't think I would ever. I've, I've discussed on this podcast. I'm not going to retell the story about when I first had coffee in the army, and the guy yeah. told me about how to, you know, take it black and everything. But until that moment, because that was 1993 yeah. that I had that experience, or 94, 93. Uh, there's still, it's like the coffee shops still didn't exist, yeah. right? And so coffee was very utilitarian. Mm. It wasn't fancy. You didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a tool that people used, and you did get it from a gas station. Like, I remember my dad would stop at the gas station and get coffee out of a styrofoam cup, and then you would drink it for a little yeah. bit before you would drive. Yeah. And that's what coffee was. So I always viewed it as a gross, like cigarettes. It was a gross old yeah, person yeah. thing. And it wasn't until the coffee explosion of the mid-'90s, thanks to, I guess, Starbucks yeah. and this Pacific Northwest, that everybody started to see coffee a little differently. Do you remember... Fill it to the rim with brim. You remember those commercials? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I probably one. would have died never having thought about that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, was that's brim a coffee? Yeah, it was like an old coffee. Like, fill it to the rim with brim. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's fucking... That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, a, a Don Draper-ass yeah, fucking... That's a yeah. marketing yeah. Dude. This, this, is, this is early 80s. Yeah. Like, yeah. early, early 80s. Um, I, I don't... Like, I'm, like, we're talking about this. You're talking about the Starbucks explosion. I'm struggling to remember the first time I ever went to a Starbucks. Like, it would have been well after they became popular. Oh, it would have been, way, like, way. 02. Yep. Maybe, like, right before we started Rooster Teeth might have been the first time I went to a Starbucks and had some... I, I think I'm probably right there with you. I, I like... It was just they became so pervasive and it was everywhere. And then you're at the mall and outside of the mall is the Starbucks that they just built or whatever. So you would go with your friends and be like, oh, if you try to Frappuccino and it's like you don't know what the fuck this is. Coffee culture was just different. And we're talking about coffee shops and there's people going like, oh, they've been around. Yeah, I get that. Right. They they have been around. But oh, Brim is ugly. That's 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 what that's that's 70s colors. That is what a teacher's lounge smelled like is the brown and orange and yellow. Uh, the coffee shops were around, right. but not in the way that Starbucks is yes. around. There were always places like Binu and places that were like sit down, acoustic guitar-y, dark, hey, I'm studying. Yeah, I think like that, that was that it. Kind People of viewed spot. it as like co- college, yes. study place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like when I you know worked downtown um, at the old job before Rooster Teeth, I worked in, at that building, at the Littlefield building there at 6th and Congress, and there was a Starbucks right across the street. Uh, on the other side of Congress, but I would never go there for coffee. I'd always go up the street to Little City, which was like at 10th and Congress or 9th yeah. and Congress. I get my coffee over there, and um, Little City was cool. Yeah, and I think that there was no like national chain. There was no like underlying. Right. This is the copy paste of this. It was all like, hey, we've got a cat at our coffee shop, yes. or yeah. uh, there's board games here. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shit. Do you remember, like in Best in Show, there was that joke when yeah. Parker Posey and the the dude met each other at a Starbucks, but yeah. not the same Starbucks. He was at Starbucks across the street, yeah. and I was in, and we saw each other across the street. Yeah. That we had that in downtown Austin for yeah. a while. That coffee shop you're talking about was across the street and down a little bit from the other one. Yeah, it was. Uh, we literally, there must have been. How many how how many Starbucks do you think are in America? Oh my God, an insane amount. I'm sure. Do you remember when? We've talked about this a lot lately for some reason, but when we went to Valve to work on that uh, Portal commercial, 
like if I walked out of the front door of the building, I could see three different Starbucks. <laughs> there was like one where that. I was, one across the street yeah. in, to my right, and then another one across the street directly in front of me. It's like there are three different ones at one corner here. Yeah. I mean, like. It's like mattress stores. I, yeah. But like the reason that hack joke exists is because that was a real thing and we'd never seen anything. There wasn't a McDonald's across the street from a McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. And McDonald's was everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Starbucks across the street from a Starbucks was a real thing that happened. It was an explosion. Yeah. There are 16,255 Starbucks stores in the United States as of October 9th, wow. 2023. That is so many. Worldwide, 35,000. So almost half of them are here in the yeah. U.S. Yeah. Number, USA number one. Go, to, go way, USA. Way to go, fellas. But speaking, did it. But speaking of coffee, we should talk about uh, First Light. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the actual coffee? So I got the Americana. I got it hot this time because we're finally got uh, it fast. In, in cooler weather. Yeah, quick, it came out quick, super like a fast. Um, it's not my favorite. Uh, it's <laughs> not anywhere close to my favorite. Uh, <laughs> it's not like that place on South Congress or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Oh, where fuck. they use the, the machine. Yeah. The machine, yeah. But this is like a seven. Yeah. It's like, it's really surprisingly bitter. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And just has, um... A teacher's lounge era <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. feel to it. I get it. What do you? What about you, Jeff? What do you uh, think? I just got the black iced coffee. Yeah. It is now the fourth time I've had it, so I'm pretty used to it. I'll give it a 8.15. Mm-hmm. So okay. 8.2. Okay. It rounds up to an 8.2. Okay. Great. Um, it's a great space. I thought the it, cr- it, the croissant I had was good, but I'm, we don't grate on look, pastries. Look, it's, it's yeah. more ambiance and flavor, yeah, for ab- sure. Absolutely. But that's, that, yeah. It's definitely more Ooh, of a but that's Austin at this cafe point. bookstore than it is a coffee shop yeah we didn't even talk about the attempted murder over here oh jesus oh, christ yeah. did you go want to talk about it. the attempted murder there's the, been, a, there's been a, f- a couple for a nice neighborhood it's, it's for a really a nice why it's only neighborhood <laughs> it's a, a murder it's a really quiet neighborhood but right next to that bookstore i guess just north of it there's like a little apartment complex and i remember six or seven years ago there was like a story about a like a nurse who had just finished working an overnight shift she yeah. came home to that apartment complex and it was like in the early morning i think it was like eight in the morning uh she said she sat down outside the apartment dozed off and then some random pedestrian who was walking by just like stabbed her yeah. oh repeatedly God. yeah uh, just out of the blue just snapped yeah and uh, no, they, they eventually caught the woman who did the stabbing uh, I believe she's still in jail but it was uh, it was just really big story all over the news for a while it's like yeah. It was this nurse who had just gotten off her shift, fell asleep in front of her home and someone just like walking down the street decided to stab her for no reason wow you mentioned nurses, and that reminds me of another uh, Hyde Park kind of uh, thing. There's a Trudy's that is borders the southern end of Hyde Park, yeah. right? It's between the campus mm-hmm. and, and – I'm sorry. Trudy's is a Mexican restaurant in Austin. We've talked about it. It's where you get the Mexican martini. Yeah. Gus and I talked about how we tried to drink – do the, six. the the Grand Slam or whatever. <laughs> we tried to drink six, and we didn't quite make it. Uh, I used to love to go to that Trudy's, and unfortunately this is over now, they don't do this anymore, but that Trudy's used to be open for breakfast. They would open at like 6 Mm a.m. or 5 a.m., and I would always go in there after I would take Millie to school or preschool or whatever and get breakfast there because, and this, this central Trudy's was famous for it, all the nurses would get off their shift and they would go and they would have 7 a.m. happy hour. Mm. And they had drink specials for Jeez. all the nurses. So they would be getting hammered at 7 a.m. on Mexican martinis and just cutting up and Ooh. relaxing and like blowing off steam yeah. from the day. And it was always such a fun environment to have breakfast in. And eventually they stopped serving breakfast and that went away. Well, because that, that Trudy's is very central to like some of the major hospitals in town. Like St. Like David's is over yeah. there. Brackenridge used to Seton be over there. Is right over there. Uh, yeah, the Ascension Seton off of like West Heart Hospital of Austin is yeah. pretty close. So yeah, I 
I could see why that would be the spot. It's yeah. like, right? It's like equidistant to a bunch of hospitals. And they just leaned into it and were like, we'll just be that place. I mean, it's it's the end of the day for these people, so we might as well, you know, let them enjoy happy hour that they never get to enjoy. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. I always loved that. And then, unfortunately, it went the way of the dinosaur. Yeah. We turned it into oil. <laughs> Breakfast for oil. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a weird little spot where if I lived here... I could see myself going to this coffee shop, but I don't, so I won't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it feels like a lot of things like that around here. I like, it, feels, it feels like it's definitely here to serve the neighborhood. Yes. I like to sit outside. And maybe it's because I used to live in this neighborhood, I and so point. I still yeah. feel kind of at home yeah. here. Like, it's still, like, Millie, most of her childhood park experiences were in this park. Yep. Mm. Totally. And so I was, I spent a lot of her formative years here, so this place still feels kind of like home. I get it. To me. Totally get it. Um, well, that, that's the coffee. That's the neighborhood. But we should get into an anarchy question. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send us an anarchy question, you can. At uh, Anima Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter is where you can see the photos. And also send us an anarchy question. But you can go to r slash Anima Podcast, a subreddit we do not run, and leave a question there. This is from A Chillin. There's a lot of chat about how Austin has some of the best food. I don't know if I agree with that, but I get it. I don't agree with that. But I'm curious about what foods that you find better outside of Austin? Uh, Everything. Mm, I disagree with that. But <laughs> Get I would say uh, Austin under-indexes on Asian food mm-hmm. of all varieties and probably Italian food. I, there is no Italian food here. Yeah. Uh, the Spio is really good, but mm-hmm. that's that's about it. I think um, Austin does great burgers and great pizza. And great barbecue. Great barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, that's also like the outskirts. Like, I would really attribute that more to, like, Lockhart. Oh, I don't know. I think with La Barbecue and Franklin yeah. and Satellite, and there's some there's some good-ass barbecue Fair. here. Fair. Uh, so I think it's, uh, I think even the Mexican food is definitely subpar here. Mm-hmm. Like, you go down the road to San Antonio, like, you get a much better variety and much better quality mm. of, uh, of Mexican food. Like, versus here, it's a lot of copy-paste text. There's a lot of places like La Mancha, like you're yeah. talking about, yeah. which is very, like, middling whatever. Yeah. Uh, drowned in cheese, but we do have our Veracruz. We do have some Veracruz spots. is so good. Oh, I think breakfast tacos here, are like man, awesome. Love a breakfast taco. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are better places to get breakfast tacos, but I, I Austin is the Austin has the best breakfast tacos of every. We talked about it no last time, San Antonio yeah. or anywhere else. We asked people, "Hey, does your city oh, yeah. have breakfast tacos?" Oh, I did that read some was, of those. That was the other thing I wanted to get into. A lot of people saying, "I've never had a breakfast taco, never seen it." There's people saying. I'm from the UK. I've never even had a taco. Uh, a lot of England people saying, no, tour guard says Denmark here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise. Uh, yeah. Um, there are people saying New Mexico. Is, oh. uh, spe- here's I, I like this. This is Imaginary Waffle Iron. Great name. I grew up in New Mexico, spent a lot of time in Colorado, five years in SoCal, two years in Montana, weird, and three years in Pennsylvania. We had breakfast burritos where I grew up, but no breakfast tacos. Never even seen them offered. Yeah. But you know who has them? Alex of Not Link says Milwaukee. Milwaukee? Mm. Milwaukee breakfast tacos. Uh, Pterodactyl Screech says Connecticut serves them at a place near their house, but uh, definitely seen them in Chicago. Uh, People are saying, uh, check out the breakfast burrito in Phoenix. But again, it doesn't look like breakfast tacos are super everywhere. And it's it's also, it's not like, we talk about them like they're an option, Mm -hmm. but- you know how like when you go to work and somebody's like, "Oh, I brought a dozen donuts." Yeah, it's like that, I, but with tacos. I, I, yes, like they they are the they are the go to the go to by far yeah, for sure by far yeah. in this town. 
They're 90% of the breakfasts in Austin. I woke up early the other day and went to, uh, I finished a cup of coffee and then went to a gas station to just get another cup of coffee. I didn't want to make one. So I went down and it was like maybe like 6.45 in, in the morning. I'm like, oh, I guess it'll be fresh coffee, whatever. It, the gas station was packed and it was packed with people specifically just going to the one little counter where they serve breakfast tacos and they were turning people around so fucking fast. Mm. It was people going like three of those, two of those, uh, hand yeah, them out, yeah. hand them out, just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. It was all like day labor guys. It was just like high-vis shirts, a white can of Monster, and getting just a bunch of breakfast tacos. We need to open a taco breakfast taco trailer. We really should. Dude, if you want to know where to go get breakfast tacos in town, if you if you ever don't, look for dudes in high-vis shirts. Yep. If there's a bunch of dudes in like boots and high-vis shirts, you know those tacos are good. Yep. That's Absolutely. Uh, because they can go anywhere. Yeah. They're, they're driving somewhere. They're mobile. Yeah. Oh, you know they're mobile. Uh, so there, there you go. The that's Anma this week. I thought this was a this was a fun one. We, we went on a journey, different little area, not yeah. a burger episode, but really enjoyed I it. I really enjoyed it. I had yeah. a lot of fun. This was great. Um, and this is Hyde Park. I don't, I don't know. There, there might be other places that we come in Hyde Park. There isn't like Hyde Hyde Park Bar and Grill over here. It's not too far. It's like they got right there. down the road. They got burgers. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that place. Oh, though. that might be another bad burger. Uh, I don't. I haven't had a burger there. I'm not. I've never the had place. a burger there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure the burger's fine, but we could find out someday if you want. Hyde Park gotta, is Hyde Park's a weirdo place. You're right because there aren't. I don't. There's a lot of restaurants and stuff. There's an Italian restaurant over here. Uh-huh. There's two Mexican restaurants. There's Little Nicky's, like a little Italian lunch spot. Yeah. There's Fresh Plus, which is a gross, awesome local grocery store. Uh, oh, that's a fun little Austin fact. There's a there's a local chain called Fresh Plus in Austin. This is an urban legend that I don't know is true, but I think might be. And I think they have four locations that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. but the the most central and I think the original one, uh, actually maybe Westland, but this this one's been around for a very long time. It's right there at like 43rd and Duval, and on one of the walls there's a mural of yeah. two dudes holding a basket full of vegetables. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Two mural. farmers, right? The dudes in that mural look very familiar because it's Harry Shear and Will Ferrell. What? What? Because they were supposed to film a movie about like a local farmers market grocery store kind of thing there in the early two thousands, and they painted the mural, and then the funding fell through or whatever, and they didn't end up making the movie, really? and they've just left that. We got to take a picture of that forever. and put that on the social. Now I don't know that that's true, but that is what I've been told the entire time I've lived. Well, in now Austin. we're gonna go look at it again. Yeah, and I, if it's not true, I don't want to know. I assumed so it was like keep it to yourself. Whoever founded the store, I, I see. It I all always the time. thought so too. Yeah. And somebody, somebody mentioned that to me, and then other people, people I've been told that. 20 times. Are we going to drive by it? After We're definitely going to yeah, go hell by yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Let's wrap this up Let's so I go. can go see it. I really want to go see it. Uh, follow us at Anima uh, Podcast, Instagram, and on Twitter. Dude, that guy's releasing squirrels into the wild. Oh, oh he is. Squirrels. I was wondering what he was doing. That's cool. Maybe I, it's rats. He just, no, I just yeah, watched him squirrels. let the squirrel out. Yeah. The squirrel just yeah. fucking took off up the tree. That's, that's neat. Awesome. R slash Anima Podcast. Follow us. You can see pictures. Um, keep an eye out for new merch. Go check out the old merch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Nah, just, uh, listen to all of our other stuff. Yeah. Oh, we recorded a, a Ratman test the other day. Hopefully, there you go. Oh, that's in the yeah. progress. It's coming oh, soon. Ratman's going to be coming, coming at soon. some point. Tales from the Stinky Dragon still is strong. still kicking, yeah. going strong. Uh, you don't do anything else, right? Uh, right? Yeah, you don't do anything else. So, right? so all right. Yeah. And the face, mm-hmm. face jam for you. Yeah. Well, yeah uh, so much stuff. A lot of shit. Yeah. But if you listen to this and you don't listen to any of those, ins- insane. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> insane. All right. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye.